Greetings, fellow classic TV fans, and welcome to Retro TV Trivia. I'm your host, Pat McCormack, from the golden rage of TV. On today's podcast, you'll hear my conversation with four-time Emmy Award-winning actress, the incomparable Michael Learned. Michael is, of course, best known for her role as Olivia Walton from the iconic series The Waltons. The part earned her three of her four Emmys, with the fourth win coming from her lead role on 1984's Nurse. We'll discuss her illustrious career and talk about her most current work specifically in the Netflix series Dahmer. Talk about a far cry from Walton Mountain. Enjoy! Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Retro TV Trivia Podcast, the iconic Michael Learned. Michael! Hello, how are you? I'm doing just fine, thank you. Enjoying the very hot California weather today. I know, where's the fall? We're not, we haven't gotten any fall at all. Yeah, that's usually the case. It's, it's a one extreme, summer to winter. Yep. Especially here in the Bay Area, I'm actually on the Central Coast, and it's either uh, drought or mudslides. Exactly right. Yeah, I don't know which I'd prefer. Uh, neither, actually. Just a nice even keel would be great for a change, huh? It would be nice to have some seasons. I'm from back east, right? And I miss the lilacs in the spring and the April showers and the sort of all the. It's it's kind of a. I don't even know how to describe what it is, but when you get see that first little yellow of persithia, you know, and when um, the daffodils start popping up, and it, it's just uh, it's so reassuring that life will go on. Right. And right. we don't really get much of that here, unfortunately. No, and yet. Maybe not as extreme weather as he, you know, as back there either. So well, that there is that. Yes, there <laughs> certainly is that. <laughs> you have to count your blessings, I suppose. And well, speaking of blessings, let's just cut right to the chase here. You have four Emmys on your mantle. Yes, I do. Each for outstanding actress in a drama series. Now that's impressive, and what a legacy you've created for yourself. But it all started with that show. What was it again? <laughs> yes, of I can't course. imagine. <laughs> Does it start with the word T-H-E? Yeah, I was going to say, you may as well ask <laughs> Olivia Walton herself. You can take yes. a trip back to Walton Mountain. And <laughs> it did. It did. I was, I was really blessed with that role. And who knew? I remember when I got it, I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm going to spend the next year or so of my life, because none of us thought it was going to run. You know, we thought, oh, it'll, 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 we're being buried on Thursday opposite Flip Wilson. <clears throat> Excuse me. We don't stand a chance. So none of us thought it, we thought it was just going to be another, you know, a, a, something on our resume. Um, but who knew that yeah. it would take off the way it did. Right, and and impervious to the rural purge of the day, which was happening. Kind of, it was. It, I think it was. People were long longing to go back to some kind of semblance of order and, yes. um, you know, family values. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, at the time when it was out, I was in grade school, and I was going to a Christian school. I didn't. 
quite, the, the values didn't stick with me too, other than just the golden rule. Haven't really st <laughs> stuck with me um, through my adult life. But I do remember my teachers. I had two teachers at the time, and both of them, part of our assignments were watch the Waltons tonight. And I thought that was pretty interesting because I was just curious as to why. And they felt that there were actual religious undertones of that were worked into the scripts. Did you feel it? Did you guys feel that that was a intentionally placed there for whatever reason, or was it just it just happened to be part of the era? Well, I I think part of the era, and, and Earl Hamner, the author, and John Boy, he was John Boy, was writing about people that he knew personally, right? And you know, he didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. We had to fight with him sometimes, and and say, come on, I, I especially, I'd say, you know, this, this mother is just too perfect. <laughs> Give her a few little, I mean, didn't your mother ever scold the wrong child at the, you know, for the, for, for doing something it didn't do, but you know, stuff like that was hard for him because he didn't want to hurt his mother's feelings and he didn't want to hurt. There were real Baldwin sisters. I mean, they weren't called Baldwin, but they were, there were two sisters he was true, really writing about. I've met all these people, and he, he was writing about his real sister, uh, who played, you know, Mary Ellen right. uh, was a real person, and uh, Jim Bob was a real brother of his. So, you know, he had to try to, he, he towed the line, so to speak, and we, we, ha we were always after him, make these people a little more human. Right. Because you don't love people for their perfection. You love them sometimes for their imperfection. Right. Well, we'll get to Dahmer later, but <laughs> in regards to <laughs> the Waltons, <laughs> you know, like there was seven of them, you know, you, you definitely had your hands full. Right. Well, I come from a family of six girls, so you can imagine that. Oh, so a little experience. Or maybe you'd rather not. <laughs> well, six it, very emotional young women. Oh, my God, my poor mother. And I saw that you were the oldest sister, so they all came to you for everything, I would assume. Um, they did and they didn't. It depended on who, you know, their personalities. I had one sister who, who later was, um, she she had schizophrenia, so mm. she, she didn't like anybody. We weren't allowed to go in her room. Um, she oh. was very fussy about keeping everything in order. I guess her internal... Life was so confusing for her that she really had to keep her external life very uh, programmed and orderly. Uh, my other sister, Susie, was just kind of everybody's favorite because she was just nice and kind and sweet. And um, I don't know, it just on down the line. They, were, they all were very much, very much themselves. So we all had different personalities. But in a way, it prepped you for the role of the large family scheme, more or less. Yes, it did. Absolutely. I mean, we, I lived on a 21-acre farm. It wasn't a working farm the way you have in Wisconsin or places like that. Right. They call it a hobby farm in Wisconsin. Oh. In Connecticut, they called it a gentleman's farm. Oh, but um, Quite. It was, I milked goats every morning before I went to school and, and did the chores, you know, collected the eggs and fed the chickens and the rabbits. And we had a pig. I carried the slops up to the pig. And um, so I, I, at a very early age, I learned how to be responsible. Yeah. And well, there it is. Humble beginnings. 
And next thing you know, and the winner is Michael Lernan. <laughs> it was so exciting, the first Emmy, it really was. Everyone, every time, you can't help but get into it and get, you know. Well, it's true. And, I, you know, a lot of people, I don't know, more nowadays than them, were like, do they know, you know, do they know ahead of time? And are they just acting surprised? No, 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 you don't know. I didn't know. I had no idea. I wouldn't have been as comfortable as I was if I had thought I had a chance. So I was just having a good time. Sure. When they called my name, the, my, the, the, the floor fell out from <laughs> under me, and I was terrified. <laughs> oh. Getting up in front of all those people, and I didn't know what to say. Um, well, well it's flattering. not Michelle, it's Michael. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I'm, that's just pro forma. I'm, that's just automatic for me. I'm used to that. Right, right. Well, you were so deserving, though, and i that's kind of why I wondered, were you surprised? I mean, all four times, or excuse me, three times for that show, and then one for Nurse, which we'll talk about in a second. But did, were any of them like, well, yeah, yeah, I kind of deserve never. this one? No, never. Oh. Uh, no, you get caught up in it, even though you may poo-poo those things, uh, you know, oh, it's, the award shows are so silly, and blah, blah, blah. But once you're nominated for something you just can't help it you get you get caught up in all the excitement and um and it's it's thrilling to win it's it's fun i i couldn't wait to call home i mean i my 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 second son christopher was my date for that night and we had a limo and i had this fancy dress and it was um (laughs) it was just it was thrilling, and the first thing I did was call home, and my kids were all screaming and excited, oh. so it was wonderful. Yeah, you could really feel that. I, I watched footage, and now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, Richard Thomas, he won in 73. Was that your first one, too, in 73? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So you were bookends. You were Walton bookends of, of Emmy winners, is what you were. <laughs> Yes, the two of us. It was, and that was thrilling too. I was so excited for him. And uh, you know, when they kind of mispronounced my name, um, Chris, I remember looking at Chris, and we were both kind of confused. Um, we we knew it was the best actress, um, but we didn't. I didn't think it was going to be me. And they were sort of stumbling over the name. So <laughs> Chris and I were kind of looking at each other, and suddenly we. I remember seeing his eyes get as big as saucers, Uh-oh. you know, when we finally, it finally hit us that maybe it was me. Yeah. <laughs> was Who else has a name like that? It belongs to a girl, you know? Not too many people. Yeah. Well, I understand why they were confused. Yeah. Because uh, of my na- my name, it was an actress award, and my name is Michael. So they and who knew Michael learned it then? Nobody. Well, that was then. This is now. <laughs> well, not too many people know even now. So oh, I've, I've been privileged. I've been y- able to live a normal life. You'd be surprised, I think. Well, and of course, you're working currently, but I, I have a friend that's an actor on General Hospital. I'd actually done a few episodes myself back in the ter- around the turn of the century. And I noticed. Oh, you're an actor. Oh, nice to talk. I like. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you saw my acting, you'd be more like, um, well, you're somebody who tries to act. All right. Oh, stop. <laughs> we all think that about ourselves. <laughs> it, was, it was great because I was playing a musician. I am a musician. And I think maybe I had a handful of lines, if 
if maybe one or two, throughout the eight episodes I was on. But what I was getting at was that my friend, uh, Wally Kurth, he's been on there for 35 years, General Hospital. Oh, wow. And I said, hey, I'm talking to Michael Learned. Was she on when you were on? And he was like, no, I missed her. I don't know why I missed her. I think I was there. But I never got to work with her. And he knew instantly, you know. So in the acting community, you're very well or I should say very highly regarded still, so. Well, that makes, that makes my day. Oh, good. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Mission accomplished. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's 50 years. Am I right? Now, correct me if I'm wrong. There are 50 years since the Waltons, correct? That's correct. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. That's. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. 50 yeah. years. My God. It's amazing. I never thought I'd live that long, let alone have 50 years behind me, and I'm still going. Yeah, you're going strong. And you still look great, too, by the way. I just I just thought I'd throw that in there. Um, oh, um, but, again, you know, I, I, what did I see? Is, is there a reunion in the works, or has that happened already? Yes, there's going to be a reunion, yes. November 17th, there's going to be um, a reunion at the Hollywood Museum. Oh, and, right. Um, yeah, so we're all going to be there answering questions and um, signing autographs, I guess, and, and just uh, celebrating the museum. Uh, Danelle Donegan is um, the woman who founded it, who actually created the museum. And it, it's really her project, and she's done a remarkable job. I'm going to donate a, uh, a Walton's W, that uh, a, an embroidered pillow kind of shaped in the W, covered with charms that all relate to the Waltons that a wonderful friend fan in England sent me. Oh. So I'm donating that to the museum. It's quite a piece of art, and it belongs in a museum. I, I didn't have any place in my house to hang it. It's quite, a, it's quite a piece of work. So I'm thrilled to be able to give, you know, to contribute that to the museum. Well, sure. And the show is part of history. There's no, you know, <laughs> there's no two ways about it. It was so big worldwide phenomenon and um yeah it's it's nice to hear that it sounds like you guys are all still getting along (laughs) we're very close yeah we're very good friends i mean we don't talk to each other every single day of the week but whenever we get together we have a wonderful time with each other and um we're very much in in touch on facebook and texting and things like that um I do think of these kids, and they're not kids anymore, but I, I think of them as my second family. Oh, I love that. I love that. You guys still joke about the name of the show? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're over that now, but we sure did in the beginning. The wolves. The wolves. Yeah. You know, yeah, we did make fun of the name. It is an odd, I don't know where he ever came up with that Um but it's okay. It's not you know, very descriptive, that's for sure. But <laughs> no, and it's not—it's—it's it's not unique. Although I don't know too many Waltons, there are a few that I've met over the years. A few people whose name is Walton. Well, right. Um, In hindsight, it's brilliant because you know exactly yeah. what we're talking about when we say the Waltons. Yeah, that's true. It is. I mean, Earl was an amazing, amazing human being. A wonderful wit. He was very witty and funny. Thank. Thankfully, because he was such a nice guy that yeah. if he hadn't had a great sense of humor, he would have been obnoxious. Um, <laughs> but he was a sweetheart of a person and um, a wonderful writer. And we, we gave him a hard time sometimes, you know. 
Um, we would, uh, you know, we'd have a script reading and I would say, Olivia would never say that and blah, blah, blah. And then he, he would try to accommodate us and still hang on to his own principles in mm. writing. So, oh. you know, well, that's you get great. a little arrogant sometimes after you've uh, been on the air for a while or, or in anything, even on stage, you know, you think, you know, your character better than anybody else. And that's not always the case. You have to be open yeah. to other people's perspective. I would suppose it's probably hard not to be because you have to basically embody that character. It's yours. Well, thank you. Thank you for understanding. There's truth in what you're saying. Yeah, you sort of feel like you've done all the research. You've done all the um, looking into who who this person really is and trying to become that character when you're on screen or on stage. And yeah, so you do you do you can get a little arrogant about it. And I think we put through the ringer a few times and, but he he handled it you know he was a, a very kind very funny and very in his own way very strong person right and witty knowing that simplicity is sometimes the wittiest thing of all <laughs> the Waltons yes, right. <laughs> we'll go with the Waltons <laughs> next <laughs> that's just yeah. wonderful yeah we were very fortunate all of us because we did get along we had a good time with each other and it's long, grueling hours. People don't realize. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've often said to people, you know, doing a TV show is like a plow horse plowing a field. And doing a play on stage is like a racehorse running a race. And there's a big difference. Right. Especially if you feel like that you're the racehorse and not the plow horse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then there's the thing of working with kids and all those stringent rules. That was joyous, though. That was really, they were wonderful, the kids. They were they were the light of the whole thing. They were fun, and we we had a good time. Hands down, every one of them, great actors. That kind of helps too, I would think. <laughs> yes, sure. Great actors. You know, they were kids are very present in any scene. You know, they're they're not because that's what we do as children. We play act. We we imagine things. We pretend. Right. And so when you're working with a kid, even if it's professional, they they know what they're doing, but they're still willing to jump into the the imaginary situation. Right, right. Well, that's wonderful. I'm so glad to hear that you guys are still connected and getting along and doing reunions and all of the above. Yep. Just keep going, man. That's I'm looking awesome. forward to the 17th. I really am. November, November 17th is when we're all getting together. So it'll be fun. It always is. We're hysterical. We, we're, we're obnoxious, really. We, we all laugh so much. And Eric Scott tells jokes that are only funny to us. So it's a little obnoxious, but, it, but we don't mind because we like it. Well, that's it. You have to break the monotony somehow, especially when you're on the set. You know? so yeah. Where's the yeah. blooper, re where's the blooper reels? It. Get the blooper reel out. Come on. Right. I, I do have a couple. Do you? Mm -hmm. I was thinking that's, that would be pretty cool. Um, yeah. Well, I'm not sure that. I'm not sure they wouldn't shock some people. Sure. <laughs> Probably what, better to keep them what happened quiet. To, what happened to this rated G family? They're, they're rated R all of a sudden. How did that happen? <laughs> One where I got so frustrated, I had a bowl full of lettuce, and I just tossed it all in the air, and we all cracked up. But, you know. Yeah, tossed salad. Get it? Yeah, right. You guys get it. Mm, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. But nothing really radically awful happened on the set. We were all pretty, you know, it was all pretty 
you know, just fun and not not bad. There were no really harsh times I, I, I can remember. There were, you know, we all had our little peaks at, at times, but not toward each other right. much. Right. It was usually the producers or the writers that we took, you know, raked over the coals. But yeah, yeah. Well, because we could. Right. <laughs> when you're ahead, you can do things like that. Well, so uh, some years later came the show Nurse. Oh, right. Yeah. And there's another Emmy win for you. Yes, it was. Now, was that a surprise? Yeah. It was. Uh, I had just flown in from New York, and I, I was afraid I was never. Um, uh, it's a long story, which I don't want to go into. But it's a little sordid, but um, but anyway, I, I flew in from New York, and I was sort of getting dressed in the car in the limo, um, because I I didn't want to wear something fancy on the plane, and um, you know, at the last minute, I had to find someone to escort me. And so I'm calling my friend Jeffrey, and he showed up, bless his heart, and walked me in, in on the red carpet. And um, but I didn't think. I mean, I thought by then I thought maybe I had a chance because I was the lead and I was in every scene. Mm. So you know, it, I don't know which is worse though, because I always dreaded having to get up and be co- cogent. You know, right, uh, right. It's, overwhelming to look at the, at that audience of your peers and producers and directors and other actors and, and you have to think of, you suddenly forget everybody's name and you have to <laughs> kind of be present. Right. And was this the era where they actually had that timer there going, you have this much time, we're going to start the music up, you don't get to finish your speech. You know, it's like... Probably, yeah. You know. I, I think I was so so quick. I mean, I just went blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I, I wasn't terribly interesting. Oh, well, but you were terribly deserving. So Lucky oh, Jeffrey got to go with a winner and leave with a winner, too. That's pretty awesome. Well, yeah, he was a sweetheart. He still is. Yeah. Oh. Well, by the way, I wanted to mention to you, today is Robert Reed's birthday. I thought I'd oh, mention that. Oh, God. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he was a lovely person. He was very professional. I remember, we, you know, for nurse, we, had, we, were, in a, we were actually working in a hospital. And we happened to be, of all things, on the um, the, the psych psycho ward, right. psych ward, <clears throat> on that floor, and uh, there were cockroaches on the wall, and it was not a pleasant shooting situation. But Robert Reed took his little hospital room and repainted it, totally decorated it, and turned it into a really rather charming place to spend a fifteen-hour day, yeah. and. Um, so I, I got upset, of course, and said to the producers, you, you have to do something for me, too. I mean, it was just this horrible hospital room that I had to spend long hours in. So I said, I, I demand that you paint my room or do something to make it a little bit more comfortable and homey, which they did, of course. Robert Halmy had never produced the series before, so he was a little overwhelmed. Robert Halmy was the producer of the show, who, who actually had known my father because he was in the Hungarian. Robert Halmy was an operative in the Hungarian resistance, oh. and my father was working for the OSS and the CIA, so they both knew each other professionally. 
Oh. And uh, that's how Robert Holmey, not Robert Reed, but Robert Holmey, came to me with the book initially. And right. he said, would you like to do this? And I said, sure. Howie and God's name. I don't know how he went about it. It was his first production. He went on to produce other other things, but it was his first producing uh, experience. And, and for some reason, he, he, uh, he wanted me. And uh, not because of my dad, I don't think, but that they did have that in common. And um, it was it was really a blessing. It was very nice. I'm sorry I didn't go go longer. Mm. Yeah, it was a two week two year run, if I'm not mistaken, two seasons. Yeah, kind of a pilot, and then um, I, I don't think it was even twenty twenty episodes. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember how many there were. But I think it had potential. But well. You brought a statue home, so obviously it had potential. <laughs> it must have oh, been that you. Was, that was fun, and that I never expected. I did not expect that. That's great. That's great. If, if anything, it's like, well, I do have four, and that's what my resume looks like. That's very nice. <laughs> yes, it is. And then, so speaking of resume, it's like, well, Michael, let's keep you working, shall we? And I hope so. I, I don't know what the... Um, the did typecasting ever become part of your experience, or was it was it a smooth run, basically? I mean, I know, look, <laughs> Olivia Walton is very recognizable. And that era, of course, it was the typecast curse of you know, that era. Did that, that ever wean its ugly head in your direction? Well, I, I think the only typecasting part would be that I, I adored and enjoyed my children. And I come. I came from a large family, and our house was always full of kids because, you know, I loved having my kids' friends come over, and um, so there was always a lot of life in, in wherever my house, home was with my kids and their friends, and um, so in that sense, I suppose uh, the nurturing part of me was, but the rest. I mean, nobody's as perfect as Olivia was, and um, I'm, you know, I, I really was hoping I would get away from some of those nurturing roles. I played nuns. I was always cast as a nun or a nurse or, or a mummy or, or a loving grandma, and, and I did get, I played an evil grandmother in something, I can't remember. <laughs> I was going to say. Which, which series it was, but I got to play a really nasty grandma. Um, and that, those parts are much more fun to play. Oh, I'll bet. We could have used a more nasty grandma in the in your most current project, <laughs> but you were way too loving, as it turns out. <laughs> well, how can you not love your own grandson? You don't. Know, she didn't know he was out there killing people. Right. Oh, denial's the powerful mechanism. How you could not know somebody's chopping up bodies in your basement <laughs> is beyond me. But apparently, she <laughs> she didn't. Well, and for my listeners are going, wait a minute, were we just talking about the Waltons? What are they talking about? Uh, no, no, about? We're, on to, we're, on, we're into another family. We, we've gone more, more uh, re, to recent history now. As a matter of fact, just last month, um, Dahmer was released on Netflix, and you play Catherine Dahmer, his grandmother. Right, right. And it's Michael Learned at her best. I've watched. Thank you. I've watched the episodes as much as I can handle. <laughs> it's yeah. like whoa. I, I have to confess, I have not watched all of them because I it's not my 
that's not the first place I go when I'm watching television. No. Oh, let's let's get to know a serial killer really well. But well, I did watch interviews uh, of him. Yes. And with his father, a couple of them. It was fascinating to watch because the, Jeff, the real Jeffrey Dahmer spoke of the most horrific things with absolutely no emotion whatsoever. Right. It was like he was discussing a, an article in a newspaper or a shopping list, a grocery store shopping list, you know, absolutely, completely removed from the, the, the horror, the actual horror. Yeah, definitely, as he said, not wired right. <laughs> yeah, and he said that himself. Yeah, yeah. There's something wrong with my brain. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I guess. I think so. Yes. Well, I, I'm i the same way. I, I like horror and scary stuff, but definitely more on the, along the fictional lines. Um, yeah. It's just, this Me is too. just, the problem is this is so true. It's all true. <laughs> yeah, that's the trouble. And it was. And, you know, in, in a former life, in my former life, Pre-Waltons, um, my ex-husband and I often took in kind of young boys that were part of the theater where we were working. And, you know, these kids are so vulnerable to being, you know, they're, two of them were abused by their family. One little boy um, remained a friend until he died. Uh, I was with him about a week before he actually passed. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just being handed around the theater by the guys, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, we just, we just had to intervene and we did. Right. And, uh, he came and lived with us for a while and his mother was burning him with cigarette. Oh, great. Lit cigarettes. And, <laughs> you know, the poor kid, his mother was an ex nun of all things. Okay. We've got a new she, horror film ready to go. It sounds like, that sounds like an outline. <laughs> no, I hope not. No, it, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. It would be very difficult to watch. But this this kid just needed someone to step up and advocate for him. Oh well, bless you guys for doing that. You know, it's. I feel for the ones that don't have folks like you that step in even more. You know, and with what they can turn into. Well, there's only unfortunately there's only so much you can do. Right. Some of these kids are just too damaged. Right. Well, and as I was saying, I'm, I am a fan of the horror genre, as is my family. Um, my wife and daughter are huge Evan Peters fans now. Oh, well, and rightfully so. Good for them. It's the American horror story uh, that he's in every season of coming up as really? just a we different haven't watched character. That. You is know, that still on the air? Yeah, and it started off... Really good. In my opinion, it was one of those shows that it kept changing and changing until they seemingly like started running out of things to change it to. And it would change completely. But Evan's roles were always the best because he got to play somebody completely. And I mean, completely different. You would have to really work to say to yourself, is that the same guy? Mm. (laughs) Because really, he would get so into it. I always thought... He would make a great Joker in a Batman movie or something like that because he could take oh, that. Oh, really? He could just jump into that anything kind of role. But I understand you really enjoyed working with him, and that's all Oh, true. he was a doll. He was just, he was so sweet and so um, 
personable. Uh, I, I, that's kind of a boring word because he, he's far from boring. Mm. But he was a very generous actor uh, in the scenes that we had together. And then off screen, he was just the nicest guy. And the crew was fabulous, too. It's like everybody was really into making this um, this show as good as they could make it and not capitalizing on the sensationalism, if you will, but really trying to tell the story. Right, right. No, it's quality. I mean, what I've seen of it, it's like, okay, this is done well, very well. Of course, the acting helps, too. <laughs> and Well, it, he's a good, he's a wonderful actor, and he's very committed. I mean, for me, when, when you're working with another actor who's just right into the role, it's it, it just makes it so much easier because all you're really doing is, is reacting to what you're being given. Right. And, uh, he was so generous and and uh, and yet not just as capable when when we were sort of waiting around for the lighting, just as capable of cracking a joke and just being generally friendly. And he made a point of on my last day. He made a point of coming to my trailer to say goodbye. And he was a real gentleman. I can't say enough nice things about him. That I love. I and love he, to hear and he that. plays all these dark characters. Maybe, <laughs> I said to him, maybe that's why you're so nice, is because you get your dark side out and you get paid for it. Right. <laughs> and that's all that's left, is the nice yeah, side. Right. So all that's left is all the good side, the light side. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I foresee great things in his future, for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing how he's kept his name kind of. He's kind of kept his, as I was able to do, thankfully, um, he's kind of kept his name. I don't think people are tearing his clothes off his back, you know, mm -hmm. like those poor rock stars have to put up with. Yeah. Well, um, listen, it's just been wonderful speaking with you, Michael, and I, I really appreciate you joining me. And I'm so happy that you're still out there and trending my goodness, you know, this is this is a popular thing, this Netflix series, uh, Dahmer. You've got to watch. Uh, if anything, go to Catherine, the the grandmother's performance. I think that's like around episode five or six. And you really don't have to catch a lot of the, oh, my God, what am I watching this for? <laughs> I know. I, I haven't watched the early ones. I, it's, it's very painful to see these young kids who are so vulnerable. But, but maybe it'll be a warning to any young kid that might be watching. I hope not too many young, 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 young kids are watching because it's scary. But, you know, these young kids that are really vulnerable, they don't quite, they're not comfortable with their sexuality and they don't really have good home lives and they're vulnerable prey. Right. So, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully some good can come out of it. Oh, uh, well, yes. And so, again, I want to thank you again, Michael. Again, we're looking so forward to everything else that's coming up with you because it sounds like you're just still going strong and definitely enjoy that uh, that 50th anniversary party. <laughs> I will. I will. It'll be a lot of fun. It always is. Thank you so much for a nice interview. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. So there you have it. Another episode of Retro TV Trivia in the Books. Be sure to check out Michael Learned in Dahmer on the Netflix streaming service. She can also be seen in the recent release of the film Second Acts, which is currently touring film festivals in the U.S. and internationally. Please take the time to like and subscribe and give me a positive rating and review, or simply share it to spread the word. Until next time, I'm your host, Pat McCormack, and thanks for listening to Retro TV Trivia.